0: Before we get started with today's episode, Divas, I just want to tell you about a couple of workshops that I have coming up, and I wanted to invite you. These are all virtual, digital Zoom workshops, so give it a check like, and see if this is something for you. Upcoming, if you're listening to this when this episode first comes out, the very next one is happening this week. It's about figuring out your offers and your pricing. It's extremely important to understand your business model as an arts entrepreneur, and this workshop is about figuring out what are your products and services, how are they priced, all of that good stuff. After that, in November, we've got an ideal client exercise workshop, and ideal client exercise is one of the tools that I use with practically every single client. That's why I turned it into a workshop is because I have pretty much every single individual client do this. And so understanding your ideal client, commissioner, collaborator or student can really help you increase your sales, honestly, just make more money in your business. And then finally in December before you know, before the end of the year, we're doing overcoming limiting beliefs and mindset issues. So double check and see if these will fit into your into your schedule. The workshops, these group workshops are all $37 a piece. You can get a discount if you sign up for multiple workshops and just let me know if you're interested in that so to get signed up you just visit calendly.com slash megan enan m-e-g-a-n-i-h-n-e-n and i hope to see you there all right divas here we go into the show it's another micro action monday on studio class So Divas, sometimes working with somebody new can be a little off-putting because you've never worked together. It's a little unfamiliar. However, you can follow some simple steps to have a really good experience together. So this I got thinking about this because a couple of weeks ago I got to work with somebody new and it was really, really great. And I was thinking about, okay, well what makes it so great when you get to work with a new collaborator? What are you doing? to really make sure that that relationship is good and that your work together is really fulfilling and satisfying, right? What do you do? Okay, so a couple of the things, especially from this recent interaction that I wanted to talk about with you, are things like just generally (laughs) meeting each other and like respecting each other as humans and valuing each other first and foremost, right? So when you meet a new collaborator, right, it's okay to take a moment to say like, Hi, I'm so-and-so. Learn their name. Learn how they want you to say their name. Learn what they want you to call, like, call them in that situation, right? Very, very important things. Do not overlook this. Sometimes this can be challenging, especially if you're jumping into an already established ensemble. It's okay to take some time, not necessarily taking away from rehearsal time, but if you can add a few moments here and there just to make sure that you understand people's names, what they want to be called, you know, how, how you want to talk to each other, right? That's, that's time well spent, right? So the other part is, is committing to a very efficient, but satisfying rehearsal process. And part of that you can do, like I said, if you are the person jumping in to an already established ensemble is do a little asking, you know, who, whoever is kind of the director of the ensemble, it's okay to ask and say, You know, what are some of the ways that y'all like to rehearse? What are some things that might help me fit into the rehearsal process or rehearsal style more so that I can make sure I hit the ground running with everybody? That also is time well spent, right? It doesn't have to be, please don't take that time out of the group, like working time, but see if you can set up a, you know, 10 minutes before you get started with the director the conductor or whoever is kind of running the show and say, you know, I'd love to get your insight on this. Is it possible for us to have a few minutes to chat before we start rehearsal so that I can feel like I, I kind of know the flow, right? If you, you kind of want to get a sense of, do we ask each other questions? Are all questions funneled through the conductor in this ensemble? So especially if you're working on something that's a larger ensemble, you know, you really want to get a sense of how does this get asked and answered during our time together? And that might mean, oh, well, the conductor rehearses. The conductor is uh, setting our course for how we're using rehearsal time. Keep your notes, like take notes of the things that you want to ask. We do all questions at the end or our conductor loves to do questions at the middle like of rehearsal points, right? Say you're in between sections before we go on to a next section. That's a good time to ask a question. These are really great things to know as you're jumping in, but this can also work If you're in a smaller ensemble, if it's just two of you or three of you, right, and you're not an already established ensemble, or you're not working with a ton of people, this is a great time. Before we get started, I just wanted to see, do we want to do questions at the very end of this piece? Do we want to do questions as we go? Obviously, if we have any train wrecks, we're going to talk it out right there. (laughs) Do we want to navigate some things beforehand? Here's another aspect of navigating things beforehand. That I really like is if you have a lot more control or kind of um, directorial agency in the rehearsal process, is start thinking about how do I want us to move efficiently through this time, and that can mean when you meet up. Say you're working at the in a duo, you're working with a new collaborative pianist, and you say, "Great, so let's look at this section. Maybe this first first movement. Are there any points of?" Confusion or any points that you think might be challenging for ensemble reasons before we get started, right? We can talk about those. Here's a couple of parts where I think I might be looking to make sure that we're really nailing this entrance together, or I'm really wanting to hear the downbeat of this so that make sure that I'm taking the right pitch from you, something like that, right? Those are all great things to talk about right before you get into it so that you've focused the attention of your rehearsal process rather than just being like, well, I guess we should run it and see how it goes. <laughs> like, the more you can work together to think through what might be some tricky areas, what might need our our most focused attention for rehearsal, how can we address those first and early while we're fresh, and then we can probably run it. Or we can have a sense of, you know, how we're going to work through those things together. Okay. These are, I I promise you, having some of these conversations before you get started can really save a rehearsal situation and can also help you understand how y'all like to talk to each other when you're bringing up a question. Knock, knock, knock. Real quick, divas. I know you're here because you love the clarity that comes from my micro-action episodes. Plus, you get inspired and motivated hearing from working artists all across our field on how they made, maintain, and grow their careers. Now, you can be a part of the fuel that makes it all happen. Give Studio Class a boost by heading over to patreon.com slash that's M-E-Z-Z-O-I-H-N-E-N, and join the Sybaritic Camerata. I also want to take a moment to shout out and thank Chris, James, Josh, Sarah, Elise, and Renee. Your support means the world to me. Thanks so much for helping me keep this podcast going. Now, let's get back to the show. This idea of lots of people have different feelings about how to address each other in rehearsals. Mine is obviously I want you to be like people first. I want you to say their names. I want you to say like... And one of my other things that you'll hear me on a soapbox about is talking about outcomes, really like describing, well, the thing that I want to achieve here is this really expansive moment. Can we try a bigger retard here, right? Or I'd really love to place this together. Is it okay if I give the cue or would you like to give the cue, right? So you're saying, here's the outcome that I'm looking for. Here's a possible option to it. But I'm not so, I don't know, egotistical that I think that I have all of the options, right? I'm sure that you have options that you can bring to the table. I think these are really helpful. And especially if you were working in mixed instrumentation ensembles. So say, you, you know, it's, you're the only vocalist and you're working with someone, it's an instrumentalist and you're saying, I don't, I don't know how you're going to achieve that on your instrument But I'm excited to find out. And also, here's the thing that I'm hoping to do. What does that look like for you? Or are there any areas that are challenging or that you want to really shine in so that I can help make sure that I'm committing to that at the same time? I don't want us to get so bogged down with only what we're doing when we're working together that we can't help each other shine in the moments where it really it really comes out like that person's line really takes off. That's not your chance to just sit there and check out, right? That's your chance to say like, what am I doing to really enhance this moment to really help my, my musical collaborator shine in this moment the same way that they helped me shine in, you know, lots of beautiful passages as well. So that's where I want you to go with these things is thinking about how am I, how are we communicating about what we both want to have happen and then each kind of not, you don't have to belabor the point with talking necessarily, especially if you've started to, started to get into a pretty easy or efficient shared language with each other in rehearsal. You can say, here's what I'm really, really looking to have happen here. And you go, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. Okay, let's give it a go, right? This also is, you know, just things like agreeing on tempos, right? It never hurts to just say like, hey, let's check this. Let's check this tempo, do you mind oh do you mind if I check this tempo so that we can start I think I might be feeling this at you know a faster tempo, but it doesn't have to be. I just want it and that might lead you to a better conversation about you know we don't have to do this at a faster tempo, but I do want to feel a more driving emotion here. Is that something that we can achieve in another way, right? maybe that's a dynamics choice that you're making together, maybe you know a different intentionality choice so. All of that is to say, divas, that getting to work together is a privilege. And it's one of the things that I think most of us got into music for is because we really liked making sounds with other cool people who are really good at making sounds. (laughs) So, so, so I want you to take that and say, like, how can I, how can I make this experience even better together? Right. How can I show up for this person? and say like, I am so excited to make music together. Let's, let's go do this. We're going to really create this special space or this special moment for listeners that we're welcoming them into. And if our communication is spot on, then I know that we're going to create something that's really transformative for the listener so that they can just step right into it and be overwhelmed with how wonderful that time is together. So, what i want you to take away from this is you know working with a new collaborator is is about is you know quickly quickly establishing that positive relationship between the two of you and figuring out communication cues right F- physically you know verbally obviously the verbal nonverbal thing right as musicians we do so much nonverbal communication so be aware of that when you're working together which is you know are you being consistent with your body language with what you're saying with your words, right? When you're performing together and communicating eye contact is always great. <laughs> like, all of those things. So I really want you to take this information and say, am I bringing my best self to each of these collaborations, to any collaboration where I start working with somebody new? Am I spending time thinking, wow. It's really an honor to get to work with this person. How can we both achieve our goals together through this piece, through this music, and then also honor the composer's intentions, right? The composer's creativity and, and musical imagination. So divas, hopefully that gave you some new things to think about. And I hope you'll tell me about it. Tell me about some positive, you know, positive new collaborative relationships you've experienced. What made them go so well? I always love hearing about that. So hit me up. You know where to find me. And as always, stay sparkly inside and out. Thanks for joining me for Micro Action Monday. Again, I'm Megan Enan, and you can find me on all the socials at Mezzo Enan. That's I-H-N-E-N. Did you know that studio class is part of the Sybaritic Singer? It is. And if you liked this episode, you're going to love my 29 Days to Diva series. That's on SybariticSinger.com. And if you liked this episode, will you please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast? Thanks. It means a lot to me.